You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Oz Network. Back for another episode of our Lost Recaps. Uh, moving through, almost halfway through season four. Feels like we've just began, minus. Uh, a three-week break a few weeks ago, but we're in the swing. It's more consistent these days. Um, we're we're up to date with our our episode recaps. Uh, we're back talking about everyone's favorite episode. Uh, yes, that's right. We're recapping the constant again. <laughs> uh, we didn't do it justice the first time. All that feedback we got, uh, everyone hated our constant episode. So we have to come back and we've got to do it again. Um, no, we are talking about the esteemed follow-up to the constant, uh, the other, the other turd. Um, <laughs> no, this is the uh, the other woman aired on March six, two thousand and eight. Uh, it is uh, written by Drew Goddard and Christina M. Kim, directed by everyone's favourite director Eric. Lanoville, Lanouville. Love him. Uh, yeah, great. Um, and this is actually set on Christmas Day, so this is more so than the constant our our last Christmas episode. Um, and my name is Noan. After everything I've done for you, how can you possibly not understand, Ben? That you're mine. I always knew that. My name is Ben, and I don't like being treated like a celebrity. <laughs> well, that's, that's good for you. I know. Um, it's a very good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is the other woman uh, coming hot off the constant. Um, I have infamously said in the past that this was the worst episode of Lost. Will my opinion of that stay true, or is some of the other episodes worse? Maybe it wasn't as bad as I remembered, but maybe it's also pretty shit. Uh, what do you think about the other one? Um, uh, look, I- bye. <laughs> shit. Damn it, what's the point of us doing this episode now? <laughs> um, you bought hearts and minds, you're an idiot. Um, I went into this expecting to hate it, um, and I'll say it's not the greatest episode of Lost, but I'll also say I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was going to be, so, um, what does that mean? Rent. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, I can see where maybe you would dislike it, because clearly you hate Juliet, but, um... (laughs) Juliet and Kate episodes, Ben! Hate Juliet. Um, Haven't I bought the Juliet ones before? Possibly. I really like Juliet. At least one of them. I've always been a Juliet fan, so maybe I look at this differently. But, um, I mean, it's got some cool stuff that kind of interconnects with passings that we've seen. Uh, We've got some decent on-island stuff. Um, And I like Juliet. So, yeah, again, I don't think it's as bad as you make it out to be but then again it's not brilliant either (laughs) so uh okay maybe i was a bit hasty when i called it the worst episode of lost um but the i guess is it to 
better to be remembered for being terrible or or better to be forgotten uh, or worse shall i say uh because i really couldn't recall much of anything from the other woman other than the vague plot points while something like stranger in the strange land maybe i remember for how terrible it is uh is it better to be the worst episode or to be the most forgetful episode of all time? Well, I mean, it's kind of like us. Is it better to be the worst podcast of all time or the most forgettable <laughs> podcast of all time? I feel well, we're both. So. I know. So, look, at least Survivor Oz, we were probably more memorable for being worse, whereas the Oz Network... Like, the Survivor Oz Forget. was Stranger in a Strange Land and the Oz Network is The Other Woman. <laughs> the Other Woman. Like, it's not as bad as you think it should be, but it's also not that memorable. Yeah, and the co-host, Harper Stanhope. Oh, don't get me started on her. Um, Who is she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not the worst. I will say on this rewatch, uh, Julia is turning around a little bit for me. I'm enjoying her a bit more this time, which, you know what, this is my eighth, ninth watch through of this show. Uh, but, you know, I didn't like Sawyer until my fifth rewatch or something. So things change. And now he's one of the greatest characters. So that means you um, will like Jack and Kate one day. Uh, definitely never Jack. Uh, Aww. Again, again, I feel like people think I hate, or you think I hate Kate and Julia more than I do. But I just don't like their episode or Kate's episodes. Um you know, Julia is not the worst part of this episode, I'll say that. But, yeah, even if it's not the worst, it's a pretty piss-poor hour of television. Um, it fails on so many levels that Lost succeeds in. We just came off the constant, which was so innovative, the acting, everything. I wouldn't say logical, everything's a bit confusing in that episode, but everything falls into place. Well, this just feels like a cheap kind of 90s episode of television of here's our guest character for the week and oh this is all convenient and did we really need an episode flashback explaining why goodwin was chosen to go to the tailies that's what we were all dying to i was Noah. Answered, weren't we? i was <laughs> I, of all the questions in like libby and and walt and the numbers and the dharma and, oh, but i was dying to know why goodwin was chosen <laughs> by Ben to go after the Taylor. I, I I mean, I definitely don't disagree with you. Like, it is kind of just a stock standard television episode, but I think kind of after some of the crap we got last season, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, I think I like this, like, season four really has just been really good for me at this point, and I think that, you know, I, I and considering what comes after this, it's not like this is just a dip in quality, if you know what I mean, and kind of we're just downhill until the finale. Like, kind of like season three, like, I feel like, yeah, you've kind of got a bad episode. Well, not even a bad episode. You just kind of got your stock standard episode that kind of, you know, it's just it's just a bit of a blip, you know. So I think maybe that's where, again, I can see why you wouldn't like this episode, but I don't hate on this maybe as much as, yeah, as I said before. And plus, I really wanted to know what happened to Goodwin. He was a, he was a good man win. <laughs> he was a good win. He was a good uh, win. Man. Uh, yeah, maybe part of it, I, I mean, I called it piss poor and I stand by that, but maybe part of it comes for, uh, you know, Survivor Nicaragua had a lot to live up to um, coming directly after 
so maybe there's partly some of that of how how can you live up to to the constant um many say it the show never did um but i just feel like as well i don't hate juliet but if I kind of like these island flashbacks, but if you're going to do an island flashback, teach us something new, or don't don't make a dumb forced like a fair plotline. Like, give us something more about the baby, maybe another revelation about why pregnant women can't have babies, or or you know share some information about Tom or or, or something. But instead, they take an island flashback and just give us like a, a cheesy soap opera plotline almost um, when. I, I like the island flashbacks, but I almost would have preferred just give us a traditional Juliet flashback. She's never had a flashback that wasn't about the island. Her first one was getting recruited. The second one was the journey to the island. Then there's this uh, let's bang good and Ben thing. Uh, like we never actually ever got to see Juliet's life really before she was involved with the island. Because this is the last do. Juliet episode ever. I was going to say, you never... Yeah, no more. You never do. Yeah. Because she never gets off the island either, does she? Uh, no. Oh, uh, Poor Juliet. She, the, the closest thing we have is she has a random-ass scene as a, a bratty child in the finale of season five that's randomly placed in there as a flashback. But other than that, this is it for Juliet. This is her... Her big finale for her episodes. Aww. So we never do Which we. It's a shame because you go. No, please, Noah. I'm oh, just a shame because her episodes were were good in season three, especially our first one. Do you ever find out what happens to her sister? I just assume when we see her on the the creepy Richard cam <laughs> that she's just that's it cured and happy with the sun, happy yeah. ever after. Because I just always had this weird thing that you like she died, but you know. Everyone dies. Well, everyone dies eventually. What? Didn't Christian Shepard say that? <laughs> uh, oh, but they were dead all along. Since when? When mm. would, 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 does it mean I'm going to die? Like, <laughs> what? Oh, was I, was I the one to tell you? Right now. I wonder if anyone's been murdered in West Moona before. I wonder if there's anyone who knows that, you, that everyone do- doesn't. There's anyone out there that thinks, oh, no, I'm not going to die. I could name a couple of dumbasses who probably <laughs> believe that crap. Those, those alleged uh, Holocaust people from the other week, probably. <laughs> Don't call yourself a dumbass, Ben. Oh, it's the nicest thing you could call me, probably. <laughs> All right, let's get into this islandy flashback anyway. Uh, and fun fact, this is the only traditional flashback episode of the season. Which is weird if you think about it. We get a bit of a flashback next week, but that doesn't really count, does it? But, like, next week's is kind of a half flashback. Confirmed Dead was like a four or five person flashback. Uh, the Constant is kind of a all over flash. And then we have a lock episode, but that's not a traditional one. It's kind of a bit, bit different. So, this is the only one that's a typical, like, telling one big story in the flashback. It's kind of, uh, jarring's not the word, but, like, you, I feel, what, what are we, five, six episodes in now, you sort of, all of a sudden, like, wow, flash forward's awesome, man, let's see this all the time now. <laughs> uh, so now it's kind of like, oh, flashback, boo. Well, I guess when they started, they kind of play off, uh, when Juliet's talking about she doesn't like being treated as a celebrity. Mm. You are thinking for a second, oh, is this a flash forward? 
and is the therapy after she left the island because of everything that happened. Um, but then we, we, we see when good old Tom, Mr. Friendly, oh. nice to see him post-death, post barging in. Um, we know it's the island, but... Yeah, basically, Juliet starts and she's meeting Harper for the first time. Um, Susan, Susan Lloyd was a terrible character. Uh, I, I I might put Harper Stanhope up as the worst character in the history of life. Oh, wow. One episode Harper. She is awful. <laughs> There's a reason she's one episode Harper. No, Susan Is she not just awful? She's got a face about her, like, she's got a look. <laughs> no, like, no disrespect to the esteemed Andrea Roth. I'm sure she's a great actress <laughs> and is fantastic and a nice human being who donates to charity. I, and... I saw her on CSI <laughs> or NCIS. <laughs> sure she donates to charity and, and doesn't speed and stuff. But, like, she's just got a look about her that you just look at her and go, yeah, I see why your husband's cheating on you. Like... She oh. no, like the act, the oh. character, not the actress. Andrea Ross's <laughs> husband loves her. They are probably very happy and have a great life she together. Married? But like, maybe this just shows Andrea Roth is so good at acting that she makes you hate <laughs> the character just by looking. You, don't tell me that you can't look at that face and think you are a bitch to your husband. I, I don't know if it's the acting that makes the character. I think it's how terrible the character is. Um, what sort of name this is character can't be saved. Dan Hope? That sounds like a soap opera character. She screams soap opera. Her look, the, the name, uh, the one episode appearance, everything about it. Um, but she's basically the island therapist. Uh, and Juliet. It's not really comfortable, so let's just call it talking. Um, I tell you what, I would not be going to Harper Stanhope for therapy. Like, that seems counterintuitive. Look at the um, photos but... of her on her Lostpedia page. Like she's got two photos here. She's got exactly the same facial expression in both photos. D- again, stare at it and you tell me that like her husband looks at that face and goes, "Oh my god, I'm going to have sex with Juliet." I mean. <laughs> Don't drag me into this. But you believe it. You just don't want to admit it. I know you believe it. (laughs) I know you, Noah. Her her picture (laughs) definitely looks very soap opera. Thank you. I'll take that. That's a win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Criminal Minds. Not a surprise. Um, Oh, come on. She's done the rounds. She's probably been in, like, Cold Case (laughs) and CSI and Law and Order and... She was in Red Meat, The Good Wife. Um, When's The Good Wife Oz coming? I can't wait till we get into yeah. The Good Wife. When, when are they going to bring back The Good Wife? I know. But this time, it will be The Good Independent uh, Single Woman. <laughs> the Good um, Strong-Minded Female Character. It's 2019, okay? Yes. She's not a wife. Don't assume her gender. The Good Person. The Good Person? <laughs> the Good Married Individual. Yeah. The good part. Or we could get the spin-off, The Good Husband. Exactly. It's 2019, as you said. Like, diversity. Finally, we can have a show about a man. It's, it's going to happen one day. <laughs> oh, God. One day it will happen, um, Noah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we get Tom back. It's always nice to see Tom. And we have uh, Ben greeting Juliet with flowers and a house... Uh, 
Ben's not good at mild flirting. He just goes the full, here's your house. It's a, it's a Ben trait. Yeah. No mild flirting. Only major flirting with Ben Lyons. Any Ben. Um, any Ben. It's just, it's, it's in around. <laughs> that's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's got this house just for Julia. And I, I love what did he say? Like, well, you're a big deal here. We pulled some strings. Does that mean a poor family of the others? Or something was kicked out of this house? That's all I was thinking. They're bunking with everyone. That's like. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, the other houses are just cramped now. <laughs> No wonder people are staring at him. <laughs> yeah, why are they treating me like a celebrity? Because you stole a house! Stole a house and then you're blasting all these terrible opera songs <laughs> from the house. I know you love the opera. Yeah, I, we have all the classics on the CD. Like, oh, God, she sounds like a nightmare. Um, <laughs> Juliet doesn't scream opera to me. Well, she, she screams downtown. Downtown. <laughs> yeah. No, I reckon Which, Juliet listens to like, I don't know, Cindy Lauper or something like that. Like you know, a bit of True Colors. <laughs> that yeah, I can see. That. Yeah, see, see, right? Like, thank you. I will say that uh, obviously I'm living in Korea. Karaoke or Noibang, as it's called here, is very popular. Uh, last Saturday. Very late and very inebriated, uh, I did sing a Juliet tribute, and I sang downtown at about 4 a.m. in the morning as my my tribute to the other woman. It's funny you mentioned about being drunk. I, I liked, uh, you messaged our um, 007 download now via iTunes group <laughs> the other week saying that you were drunk. Oh, don't and tell this story. You were drunk and started listening to our uh, episode of The Americans. <laughs> so Colin and I just had this thing of like you getting drunk and coming home getting depressed <laughs> listening to Old Oz Network episodes. Oh, my life was so good when I used to appear on these shows. <laughs> or maybe I'm just, it's a reminder of you're in the right place. <laughs> you get home and you're like, oh, God, maybe I should go back to Hobart. Maybe I should do this. You put on an Oz Network. No, no, you're in the right place. No. <laughs> this is right. Petula Clark uh, karaoke. I noticed how you listened uh, to an episode with you and Colin. I noticed how I was on that episode. <laughs> Although I would think maybe I would have to be drunk to um, listen to any of the other ones. But <laughs> for the record, the the story that you didn't tell very well is I randomly got home one night while I was drunk and randomly for some completely unknown reason was just listening to a Mining Collins recap of The American. I had not been thinking about The Americans. There was not anything about The Americans or anything about the Oz Network, but for some reason, something in the back of my brain made me made me go to the Oz Network and listen to that episode. That's our slogan. I can't explain it. That's our slogan. Something in the back of your brain will make you listen. You can't explain it. You will just listen. Brackets while drunk. <laughs> One day, someone uh, will listen to our interview with MC Ganey and realise how good it is. Oh, that is a great one. It really is, actually. Say- Please listen to that sober. It's actually quite funny. Country bears and everything. Normally... Normally, I'm not a fan of the Oz Network, but that is a good episode. Overrated, the Oz Network, but that episode, underrated. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan at all, but... I don't know how uh, we could be overrated. That involves us being rated by something in the first place, so... (laughs) Not rated. (laughs) Not Just just empty. Air. Just unrated. Um, But anyway, Juliet's in the ER, and she's... She's crying when she catches... Oh, good one, Snooping. Um, are, are you happy to see 
group and fake Grant Bowler back. I mean, look, we get the real Grant Bowler next episode, so it's just, <laughs> it's just a bit of a cock tease, really. Uh, it's a tease. I, look, I don't mind. Like, I think, did we ever talk much about, was it his name, Brett Cullen? Um, he, I mean, he's been in other things I like. He was in a TV show called, I used, I used to watch called Make It or Break It, um, and he was good in that, so... Yeah, look, I, it's, I, I like episodes where you kind of will randomly get, like, you know, you see Mr. Friendly, you're like, oh, cool, it's Mr. Friendly, and oh, good one, remember them. And, like, I kind of like it in this episode, then you'll get to, and you sort of hear mentions of, like, Anna Lucia and things like that. So, just little kind of cool little throwbacks, but, I mean, you know, it's all boon, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> no boon this season. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Lost is the show where you're, you're never truly dead, um... Most characters that die do come back, except for uh, Mr. Echo. Hello. <laughs> Even frickin' Nikki comes back next episode. Oh, yes. Um, but Echo is one of the few that died and never never was to be seen again. Well, he's ghost. Uh, he's with Hurley. He does play chess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I saw him. Clearly, you don't. <laughs> uh, but Goodwin has an injury says it's from the chemical plant um, and then this Juliet's just shitting on Harper and Goodwin's like, uh, this is my wife um, <laughs> yeah it's it's cringeworthy um, Juliet in her flashbacks is so like awkward and cringy compared to Juliet in the, the present day who's quite confident and, um, it was Goodwin he gave her the confidence. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the purpose of this flashback. How did Juliet become so how did confident? Get com- it was Goodwood. <laughs> uh, but they they hit it off. A bit of mild flirting. Juliet's saying, well, I can tell that injury you're lying, but I won't say anything if you don't say anything. Um, and then later uh, we have Juliet and Ben and they're discussing the pregnant women uh, when Goodwin butts in with a, what does he have? Some sort of chicken sandwich or something like that. Uh, and you got poor old jealous Ben, who's not happy to see Goodwin at all. Um, and Juliet says, "Oh no, I can't. I'm seeing your wife in ten minutes." Well, now that I think about it, this this uh, <laughs> this flashback had some real uh, real soap opera potential if she was also going with Harper. <laughs> Now we would like Harper. We would have liked uh, Harper then. I would have liked the other woman if... Uh, <laughs> maybe that's what the episode title is just referring to. There's Goodwin and then there's the other woman that Juliet's seen. In 2019, <laughs> that's what it would have been. Uh, I mean, I could see... I, I get by vibes from Juliet. <laughs> it's the opera. Yes. All the bi people I know, they love the shit out of that opera. <laughs> it's a common stereotype. Hello. Who here's a question for you. Who in the cast of Lost is the, the most likely to be bisexual brackets Boone. besides Boone? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know I had to go there. Uh that's a very good question. I feel like Locke grew up in the hippie kind of. Uh, <laughs> no, Locke's too hippie. old school. I don't see it. I don't buy it. Locke, Locke is a bit of a closet if he is. You don't buy it? No. <laughs> like, if, if Locke is, he's he's very closeted. Um, you know, Mr. Friendly has a boyfriend. Yeah. But maybe 
Uh, look, Girl. I reckon Sun experimented a little bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that seems very uh, unlike a rich uh, Korean in their late 20s. Desmond was in the military. You know, not the, not quite the Navy, but like, you know, like... Mm. I love you, Benny. <laughs> I've always loved you. Faraday, come on. You know. I feel like Faraday's a virgin. <laughs> well, okay, sleeping with Charlotte doesn't count, because who would want to admit that? Um, oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> what she do you wishes. mean I can have sex with a woman? <laughs> she wishes. Does she work at Fish and Fry? I, f- I feel like Shannon would do it to impress an older oh, guy. I think that thought should be thought about a little bit longer now. <laughs> I, I do want to see the, the, the flashback where Claire Claire hooks up with Sharon from f- Fish and Fry. <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> G'day, you're speaking with Shazza. Welcome to Fish and Fry. Can I take That's your you know they were... Running out of flashback ideas when they do the buy Claire episode. <laughs> I really... I, oh, Thomas wouldn't approve. I really, really wish that they had a god absolute full Australian. Instead of getting, like, 90% American <laughs> actors to put on a British actor, like, have Shazza from, like, <laughs> like full... Uh, we were just going on a holiday <laughs> over to Hollywood. <laughs> and our plane crashed. Bloody hell, how'd you get the tickets to go over there? What are you, some bloody rich <laughs> Sheila or something? Centrelink. You won that on the pokies, did you? Centrelink pains and bloody good dosh there on you, starter. They fucking oath. <laughs> oh, shut up. The, the Australian lost. Did you give us- Oh, I work at Fish and Fry too. <laughs> Australian lost. We're fucking got to go back, Kate. Fucking Ma, hurry up. Fucking get in the back. <laughs> get in, we're going back. Fucking don't tell me what to do, cunt. <laughs> don't you tell me what I can't do. <laughs> you fucking mind, oh, yeah. come here, mom. Australian law, <laughs> the remake. I fucking love you, Penny. You fucking Sheila bitch, fucking get uh, over. Come, come, come here, Penny, give me a bash. I love you. Want some fucking witty blues or something, love? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Echo, Australian Mr. Good day. Gonna be on the (laughs) church. Not fucking Penny's boat. (laughs) It's fucking not with Penny's boat. I tell you, if we if we are not going to live together, <laughs> we're going to fucking die alone. I tell you. <laughs> Guys, where the fuck are we? <laughs> I've never seen so fucking. I know what the French like. The French, the French, fucking fucking frogs. What the fuck are they doing? Stop the boat. <laughs> Stop the freighter. Bloody Howard. <laughs> Aren't you Grand Bowler? <laughs> hey, fucking right, it's Grand Bowler. Bloody Ice, mate. Whatever happened to that mole show? Bloody hell, you were great in that. Jesus Christ. You were on the fucking amazing race too. Fucking, yeah, you're team number one. Oh, bloody Ice. <laughs> 
Australian Lost. I mean, they're rebooting everything else. <laughs> oh, God. What about New Zealand? Oh, no, let's just start that one. Yeah. Love together, we die alone. Brew. Love together. Lost needed a New Zealand. Everyone's just. <laughs> well, Grand Bowl is sort of New Zealand. <laughs> no one ever mentions that. Be quiet, Ben. <laughs> let's not mention that. Um. <laughs> But anyway, uh, uh, where were we? Um, Juliet's back in with Harper, and this is where uh, Harper knows that Juliet's been sleeping with Goodwin. Um, this is a good power move by by Harper, because she's like, I followed you. I, I like to imagine that she didn't follow her. <laughs> and then Juliet's just dumb enough to be like, oh, oh sorry. Um <laughs> Because you could just say, I followed you, and that, that would be a good poker move. But, um, God, Harper sucks. Harper would be so good unlikely. at Survivor. Juliet would suck at Survivor. Yeah, present Juliet would be decent. <laughs> this Juliet. You just scooby me, didn't you? Uh, Harper, she's getting to the end, but she's not getting any votes. Um, Can we just point out that Harper has a longer series page than probably most main characters in this fucking lost media? <laughs> like, legitimately, oh, this is an essay on Harper theories. <laughs> what is it? Uh, is there any interesting theories? Oh, there's so many. I Like, pff, that she time travels? Uh, <laughs> there's literally Harper Stanhope Theory 1 Harper can time travel Evidence Oh I see that Counter evidence Theory 2 oh The Harper Juliet Sees in present Is a man in black <laughs> Evidence Counter evidence Counter counter Jesus. evidence Counter evidence Counter counter evidence <laughs> Oh my god Alright We don't have time there's If you want to know so more many. About Harper Like it's... Can go in Oh Yeah Oh my god yeah, there's multiple time travel theories. Uh, Harper is dead, and Juliet knows that she's dead. She's able to appear and get instructions of Ben, and she's spirit able to access Ben's cell, undetected by the Losties. Uh, so she's not alive. She's a time traveler. My favorite is Harper in season six. It's possible the writers intended to have her reappear in season six, but Andrea Roth's real life pregnancy prevented Roth from appearing as Harper again. No. They were never bringing back this. Is, is she like I don't know who's some like random survivor contestant that everybody loves? Like um, oh god, like there's so many. We, I can't even think of right now. But there's like all these survivor contestants, like some random person. All these fans love. Like I swear this is Harper's, you know, status amongst the lost fans. <laughs> what the actual oh, hell? She's like, uh, well, she's a purple Kelly. <laughs> well, purple Kelly's valid she's for a- being likable, but like I'm talking about someone like she's I- a Haley. A Haley Ford. Yeah, hey, exactly. Haley, that's a perfect example. <laughs> Haley Ford, the game changer herself. Like, <laughs> like what? why does like this? I'm going to do a word count on this page. It's bullshit. <laughs> People love Harper. Why? Like, I don't even dislike her was... as much as Noah. But like, this is ridiculous. We've had characters on this on Lost P that we've gone to theories and assumed there's going to be a lot. And there's none. But she's got, like, a whole freaking, like, book worth. Maybe it was Andrea Roth. <laughs> she's sitting around. People don't know me. <laughs> Ten, oh, no, 2,343 words worth. 
That's more than most of my essays at uni. <laughs> it's more than all of my essays at uni combined. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Harper, she knows that Juliet's sleeping with Goodwin. Uh, and if she continues, there will be consequences. And poor old innocent Juliet. Oh, I won't do anything. It's like, not you, Ben. Ooh. <laughs> um, then Juliet and Goodwin are having a beach picnic. Oh, my, this looks lovely. I actually really like the look of that. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the picnic. Oh, not... I've got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Goodwin shirtless on oh, the beach. Oh, but to tell you one thing, though, he gets me a bit hot under the collar. <laughs> Um, Okay, okay, stop the fucking press Boone has like a tiny theories page Like, (laughs) it's puny Harper has a bigger theories page than Boone (laughs) People are People are bigger fans of Harper than they are of Boone People are stupid I like to think that you were not comparing You were just constantly always on Boone's page it's it's my wall it's my wallpaper it's my uh, homepage. <laughs> Boone theories page. <laughs> it's, just, it's a picture of Boone. Why did I say she had like two thousand words? Boone has three hundred and nineteen words on his theory page. And you know who would hate that more than anyone? Boone. Boone. <laughs> Ian Summerholder. I, I know you're a listener. Go and edit. I, I, I'm going to sit down on the weekend. I'm just going to write random. Boone really didn't die. About Boone. I miss Boone. Boone's nipples are bigger than the other. Oh, <laughs> that's is a lie. This was disproven on Lost Podcast 27. <laughs> counter counter theory. Boone's nipples resemble the Dharma Initiative logo. <laughs> it is possible that Boone's left elbow was a shark underwater with the Dharma logo on it. <laughs> This was disproved. But anyway, we got we got shirtless Goodwin and the beach picnic. It did look. Did you like Juliet's little? It was a bit of a homage to Honey Rider there for a moment. Missing with her emerge. Goodwin underneath the mango tree. Oh, I'm just looking. That's what we needed. I mean. Uh, Julia Elizabeth though she's a, a pretty lady but she doesn't quite pull off the emerging from the water but neither did Halle well, Berry either so. I, th- I feel as though like I mean maybe I just feel like they just didn't go for that like I don't know if that's a um, you know Elizabeth Mitchell you know thing because like I feel like they could have had her emerging in a bikini but she's kind of like what just in like a sort of a, a not really revealing top and some off. shorts on yeah so like I, I feel like maybe they're, they're deliberately not going for that moment um because yeah, like I think Elizabeth Mitchell could pull it off, absolutely. But um you know You're talking about Goodwin. Now it's all about the Goodwin. I'm looking at him. Like <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Daniel Craig emerged from the water oh. with those blue shorts. Like Goodwin could get the cheese. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, but it is interesting because you'd think if you were cheating on your therapist uh cheating with your therapist's husband on a beach picnic on a deserted island, you would you wouldn't be in some mum shorts. Well she's the other woman. But, she's gotta be like, hey, like, you know, here's your here's your steak fillet you're getting on the side rather than those <laughs> crappy mashed potatoes you're getting at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you'd think she would have went for it. I'm not saying that women have to do that. I'm just saying in this scenario, I've never been in the scenario. Um What, have a woman? <laughs> another woman another woman oh right another right okay 
Or a good one. <laughs> I've had a good one. <laughs> uh, Brett Cullen, he, yeah, he's, he's been, desperate for work. He's, he's been around, let's be honest. <laughs> he's notorious. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, this episode. Exactly. Like, uh, that's, you know, we've got the evidence in front of us. It's an interesting ethical debate, which is, I don't think you're the right person to be talking about this week, because I don't know if you'll give a mature response. Um, Thanks. Thanks for your support, Noah. Nearly 10 years of friendship, and that's where you go to. Thanks. I save my mature uh, conversations. I rescind my invitation for you to be part of my wedding party. You are are the other man. Um, But... It's an ethical debate. Is is Juliet in the wrong here, or is this purely a good one? Because this happens in real life all the time. But is the 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 cheating the person who is helping the cheater are they in the wrong? I think it's both <laughs> of them, really. Like it's an interesting debate, but it also depends on the relationship. Like Goodwin's not going to be stepping out if there wasn't an issue in the relationship. Uh, but he shouldn't be stepping out. He should be sorting out those issues with the relationship. So... Yeah, that, that's not the debate. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Ben. Uh, no, but it, it, in a real-life scenario, is Juliet, is, is she off the hook? Like, she's not the one cheating. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's still implicit in the situation. Um, she's not cheating. But she's also with a man who's not single. Yeah. If you, if you were, but if you were mind. seeing a woman who had a boyfriend or a husband, if you were seeing Jamie, would you feel bad for Colin? <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be happy to be uh, having a girlfriend again. <laughs> again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are surprises in life. Uh, you you mentioned earlier almost ten years. Oh, um, didn't we have this debate last <laughs> week? <laughs> Here's another ethical. T- <laughs> Is it too long? <laughs> uh, no, I, I've been saving this. This is this is your virginity. Uh, I've been saving this for this episode. Uh, your virginity, yes. After after last week, uh, I went back to our conversation. No, I didn't. I didn't scroll, but via the Facebook search, oh. via some words, I managed to find the first ever conversation. <laughs> and who could you guess was the one to initiate Me. the conversation? It was you. Yay! I messaged the sixteen-year-old. <laughs> what did I say? You said, uh, hey, mate, I'm guessing you're a Survivor fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why... That's exactly the line that got me, Mallory. <laughs> That's your pickup line. If, if, if I was flirting, you'd know I'm flirting. Oh, I need to find this now. Uh... <laughs> oh, I started off with mate. How very, like, very Australian of me. So, uh... Yeah, so you saying last week, uh, oh, it was you that started the com- No, you initiated a conversation with a 16-year-old. Well, um, uh, based on your moral dilemma, Noah, should you have replied to a... 
<laughs> Don't victim blame. Hey, I need to find this now. Uh, but I, I, I saw that last week, but I've been holding, as, as tempting as I was to to send a na 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 message to you, I, I knew I had to hold it off for the for the genuine reaction, for the follow-up uh, to last week. So. Aww. Uh, yeah, so talking about ethical dilemmas. But anyway, um, so Julia and Goodwin, they're having their beach picnic, uh, and then uh, Juliet's saying, well, Goodwin needs to tell, and, uh, well, Ben wouldn't like it. Oh, Juliet says Ben wouldn't like it. And then Goodwin, why? Because he has a crush on you. It's like, well, everyone knows. Uh, what's Ben going to do? Uh, do you like the plot that Ben has a crush on Juliet? I feel... Like, it seems a bit to me. Look, I just feel it goes away, doesn't it? Like, it kind of just doesn't go anywhere. Like, I mean, I don't have an issue with it. I, 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 feel, I feel like it needs to go somewhere. Like, I'm not saying they need to sleep together or anything. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I feel. Well, ben I, and Juliet don't really see many scenes together for the rest of the show now. I found the messages. Can I just point that out? <laughs> hey, mate, thanks for the. Ad- you added me, though! Hang on a minute! You've twisted the truth slightly here! Hey, mate, thanks no. for the ad! Survivor fan, I take it! You <laughs> added me! No, because you were a host of a podcast, but I never messaged you. I just, oh, yeah, keep up to date with this. This podcast host. Hey, mate. Thanks for the ad. Survivor had to take it. Haha, yes. Definitely. You spelled definitely wrong. From Snug, just south of Hobart. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered Survivor Oz last week and have been hooked catching up on past interviews. Oh, nice to see another Tassie fan. I've met somebody on FB who is from Lonnie, but never a Hobart. <laughs> nice work. Not from Hobart. <laughs> yes, we'll most likely be to Utah's Hobart slash Sandy Bay in two years. I'm so envious of your job. It must be so amazing talking to all those past survivors. <laughs> Turns out you don't get paid for this. <gasps> oh, look at you thinking that you... I had a job. I go to Hobart at the moment. <laughs> You're 11. Oh, look at us mildly flirting. <laughs> well, that's a innocent 16-year-old getting... Accosted by however the old you were then, 30. I said, "Do what? oh yes, that would be great, but who knows when that would happen. It took Rob C. ages to get him, and all of them would be great. I'm sorry for all the questions, but you have to tell me how you got Greg Bewey. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it's fine. <laughs> Ask all you like, lol. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg Bewey's... <laughs> I can't believe no one ever pulled me up on that. Like, what? who? <laughs> Why? All right. Tune in to a different episode. We need to get through this. Um, but that's our origin story right there. Um, the moral is that you probably shouldn't message 16-year-olds. On, Jillian on is Facebook. hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> uh so then we have this kind of flashback to the season three premiere, and of course they have to ruin it by CGIing Harper into the scene, to this iconic great scene, and then ooh, we have the reason why Goodwin was sent off to the Tailies. I uh, was I meant to talk there? I didn't know if you were continuing to. 
Oh, if you want to discuss this CGI. Oh, if I uh-huh. have to. Um, no, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... I mean, I always like it. I like the way they kind of, like, cut to this scene straight away when they're... What did they say? Like, oh, it's what's he going to do or something like that? And it's like, Poof, plane crash. Um, which, I mean, do you do you buy this? That, like, back when we first see this scene, that that's what Ben's thinking about at that moment because he no. just caught them? No, it's retroactive and not in the good way. Yeah. No, I... T- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm trying to work out what the word retroactive means. Retro... <laughs> Uh, later, Ben invites Julia over for dinner. She's baked dinner rolls. Uh, now, here yeah. we go. Our weekly uh, dating advice from Dr. Ben. Huh. Uh, I have been engaged twice. A... <laughs> You're an expert at engagement. I'm the Ross of the Oz Network, you know. Not quite divorced three times. <laughs> Didn't I call the girl in that show the other woman once by accident? Probably. Phoebe, Monica, and the other woman. <laughs> um, now, dating expert, dating advice from Dr. Ben. Uh, engagements twice. Uh, married nuns, but that could change. Um, is this a gr- good move from Ben? Ah, Invi- oh, come over for a, a dinner party. Oh, it just does. Oh, anything could happen. Or does this come off as sleazy? It's Good move or sleazy? Classic Ben move. Like, anybody named Ben <laughs> would pull this move. But, I mean, just think about it. Like, you know, how did I get you over to my house for the first time? Like, hey, you want to watch some Survivor? Like, you know, we can hey, have some... Mate, you a dinner roll first? Cheese, cheese and relish. <laughs> some dinner rolls. Okay, like, I'll be honest, though. If somebody invited me over for dinner rolls, I'm there. So, you know. That's not keto. Well, true, but I wasn't keto my whole life, so, you know. <laughs> it's like I wasn't always well, with Mallory my whole life, so, you know. That's the most hipster thing I've ever heard from you. <laughs> God. I wasn't keto my whole life. Please, hipster and me just do not go well together. No. Um, I have that's, a beard. That's one thing I... It's, <laughs> and it's one thing I will agree to Melbourne. With. But <laughs> that's about it. You do host an obscure podcast. I don't like Game of Thrones, which an actual hipster called me a hipster thing to do. So, okay. Hello to Paul, if you're listening. Oh, you're getting hipstered by hipsters. I know. Like, that's a bit meta. Um, but it's a good move. He's in. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's in. Like, he gets there. Like, the old, the age-old trick of, oh, lol, dinner party. You know, it's just us. Lol on the roll. <laughs> like, um... Hope you like rolls. I mean, she didn't have to stay. It's not like she has to go home. You know, home's not that far away. <laughs> like, I mean, you know... <laughs> Bob, ben gets a little rapey in this episode. Yeah, it's it's a little bit creepy. Like, he, I mean... I, it's a bit too much even for Ben Lyon. I love Ben. Like, don't get me wrong, we all love Ben, he's fantastic, but just, yeah. Like, but I mean, again, it's just credit to Michael Emerson for being an amazing actor. He should be in more things. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like this Mike. is, this is you know, what Kevin Spacey would be like in real life. Michael Emerson is 
the good Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he, he's a Kevin still, Spacey of three years ago, like before we knew the I truth. still still maintain that they should go back and edit CGI Michael Emerson into all the Kevin Spacey movies because I want to see that version of Seven. I, I would watch Michael Emerson uh, in House of Cards. Like, that would oh, be pretty good. I've never even seen House of Cards and I know that would be good. Yeah, like, uh, And Michael Emerson in, what is it, American Beauty. Oh. oh. Yeah, God. but do we really want to watch Michael Emerson masturbate? Mm. <laughs> well, actually, let's be honest. Yes, we would. Because he would make it look amazing. He would pull it off well. Literally. No pun. <laughs> oh, Noah. Noah pulled a bend. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Juliet's at dinner. She reluctantly... Uh, She's asking about Goodwin, and oh, yeah, he's making this case for Anna Lucia. Uh, I like that reference too. Yeah, but I'm not so sure about it. Um, and his assignment will be over soon. I like the thank you for taking good care of Zach and Emma. Mm. So, well, they're asking about their mother. <laughs> uh, when are they going back to LA? I like that little reference as well. What does he? What it's does she say? Kind of, like, what does he say? Like, oh, just ignore them, and she's like, they're kids. <laughs> in time they'll come around god he is sadistic um then later we've got Juliet she's reading Jack's infamous file and she said oh he can help you and this is where Ben goes to show Juliet Goodwin's body which is a bit grim mm. could he not just said well unfortunately he was killed by Anna Lucia but it shows her the fucking stake through the heart could have the dramatic your mind scene it is, it is a bit dramatic, but it, it gets a bit cringy. But Juliet's crying, and you knew this would happen. You wanted him to die. And then this is where we... This, everything Ben Linus has done, I think this line of, after everything I've done for you, how can you possibly not understand that? You're mine! He's a bit... That comes off as probably the craziest thing he's ever said, I think. He's a bit Hayden Christensen here, isn't he? Like, I hate you! <laughs> You're mine! Yeah, it is. It's... it's Almost unlike Ben. Yeah. I think, weirdly enough, Ben is a bit out of character this episode. Which, look, this is the thing, like, going back to your question about do we, do we like Ben having this crush? Because if this led somewhere, like, it would be a good moment and kind of, you know, but, like, it just it doesn't go anywhere. It's kind of, it's all well and good to have a crush on someone and, yeah, <laughs> but, like, it's... I don't know. I feel like it's the purpose of a TV show. It needs to lead somewhere. Like it's just, it just, it's a bit random. Like it's kind of like how we had Michael and Son mildly flirting in season one. Like it's okay, mm-hmm. cool. So <laughs> there, there is one line where Harper says, "Oh, you remind him of," and then she gets cut out. I guess they either meant his mother or Annie, who we never saw her again. But even then, that's not enough to salvage this. Still, I will say. Uh, this scene, Michael uh, Emerson and Elizabeth Mitchell, or Ben and Juliet, more chemistry than uh, Shannon and Said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it it's a dramatic scene as well, but it's yeah, it doesn't quite work, I think. Uh, so there's the flashback: uh, Juliet having an affair with Goodwin, Goodwin dying again, and Harper Stanhope, Goodwin dying again. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the island, I think we can break it up by uh, Otherton, the barracks, and and the main camp. Uh, 
neither are thrilling, but um, do you have a preference of where we go first on the island? Let's go with uh, them going to the gas place, the camp, because we can get rid of Harper. And I've been to that set. I've been to that last set, so... Oh, really? You can tell us a bit about that. Um, But we start with San, and she's helping Juliet to build a hut. And, well, it's only going to be for a night. Well, I still need somewhere to sleep. A bit of mild flirting. Um, (laughs) There's the bonus. Well, you did say son. Yep, see? Um, I can tell these things. I love that Jack's coming. And where's Faraday and Charlotte? And (laughs) Jin saw them. And Jack, why didn't you say anything? (laughs) Poor Jin. You... (laughs) <laughs> you said you said they're friends. <laughs> oh, poor Jin. Learning English, getting yelled at. Jin, <laughs> oh, why did you let them go? Bloody English, stop bloody... Li- that was Australian loss. Jeez, I don't even want to say what Jack would say at that point. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't say what he would say. Racist bloody loss. Australians. Uh... But, yeah, so poor Jean gets yelled at. Uh, so they've got a little hunting party. They're going after Faraday and Charlotte. Uh, I've written here in my notes, they ain't coming down. A-I-N coming down. Gonna go with rain there. Oh, rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> like, was that how I was supposed to write cage? Like, <laughs> a, uh, rain. Rain. Uh, this is where Juliet hears... Oh, my God. This is my least favorite scene of the episode. Juliet hears the whispers, and then randomly, who pops up in the present day on the island? Oh, wait. Oh, it's Harper. Which... Probably a theory for this, Noah. Shut up. (laughs) Long time no see. This is the dumbest shit ever. It's like... This is where I'm talking about how it feels like such a, a 90s kind of television episode of... Oh, Harper is kind of the guest star of the episode. Here she is popping up on the island in the present. Everything about this is so stupid from the Ben told me to come here. It's how? (laughs) And oh, Ben's exactly where he wants to be. And and why did he send Harper? And oh, they're going to the Tempest. If they knew that, then send some. He wants you to kill them. Everything about it is just lost at its absolute dumbest. Sorry, I'm just yawning because I'm um, thinking of something. Um, yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it's random again because I'll go with my point before about it not really going anywhere. It's kind of like again, if we knew who Harper was, and there was more Never to see her th- again. But this is it. Like this is where it's kind of random, and then she just disappears. Yeah, like she's magic. <laughs> this is the theories page. She can time travel. <laughs> Oh, and how did Ben tell her? Like, he's got no communication. And the whispers, we know later the whispers of the dead people. So then there's just whispers and then Harper's showing up and then she magically disappearing. And and wh- why, of all people, would they send the therapist to come running through the jungle at night to tell Juliet that she has to go to the Tempest to kill them when they've got a whole island worth of others who could just walk up there and shoot them straight away and... Apparently, Ben is controlling all of this somehow, and then she disappears, and we never once see Harper again. It's so dumb. What? And maybe I'm jumping the gun here, because we're going to get to it. Does this gas storyline actually serve a purpose? No, it's... This is where... 
see, season four is so good because it just moves at a lightning pace and all the plot lines are kind of, there's not much filler. It's just moving forward, moving forward. But, you know, filler is not always bad in Lost. We saw that in like the Hurley episode last season. But this is just season four filler of a random... This is where I'm talking about how it's like a random 90s episode where it's like, this is the mission for the week to stop the gas plant thing. It never has any bearing on anything ever. And it's just a completely shoehorned plotline in between a season where kind of every scene has a purpose. Yeah, I mean, the more I think about it now, it's kind of, it is very interesting. Well, it's like, I, I again, I don't necessarily hate this episode, but at the same time, like, when you kind of talk about this sort of stuff and realise it, because I think the whole time at the end of this episode, I'm kind of thinking, like, okay, that gas story, there's something about that, right? Like, I felt like there's <laughs> something more about that going on, and, like, it's only that slight reference we get to he's used the gas masks before or something like that, or whatever that thing is when he killed off the Dharma Initiative, but... Yeah, like I, I just yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm slowly moving to your level. <laughs> it's just of all the episodes this season, and especially coming off the concert, this one just has nothing to it. And oh, we got an episode about how the island is powered, but not even really much about how it's powered. Um, uh, but we learn that the Tempest is the electrical station powering the island. And then this is where Faraday and Charlotte are caught by Kate, who's on her way back. Uh, and <laughs> Charlotte says... We remembered that, didn't we? That she got banished? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> She's on her way home from the banishment. Maybe my wor- uh, the worst scene that I hate in this whole episode is just the bit when she's like to Charlotte and Faraday, like, what's in the bag? Do you mind if I have a look? And then Charlotte like knocks her out. Charlotte's a terrible oh, actress. Do you know what she's like Charlotte yelling? Charlotte looks so annoying when she does that oh, knocking out. What's she yelling at the end? Like, if you want us to save you all, let me... She's like on Claire level of bad here. <laughs> yeah, and just this whole like Lara Croft thing that just doesn't work. Um, yeah, when she knocks Kate out after Kate looks through the bag, what was her like when Faraday lies? It's like, go on, Dan, show her the bag. Like, what? Is, what is the game plan here? Just knocking her out, and uh, this could have backfired. But. And why yeah. in TV shows and movies, if you hit someone once, they get knocked out? Like, I, I've never been... Always. I've never been hit to the extent where I would be knocked out. So I don't know. It is possible. Obviously, one punch can kill, all that sort of stuff. Not just kill, but, like, you can get knocked out in one hit. I understand that. But, like, you've got to hit him in the right every spot. Time. But, like, every time in movies and TV shows, you get punched, you're knocked out. Cold. Like, doesn't work that way. Don't you love how even when Kate has just been banished and is just accidentally stumbling upon people in the jungle, she still gets caught up in <laughs> tagging along on the mission. She wasn't even meant to be on this mission. Getting a gun pointed at her in front of her. No, 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 it's just Kate. <laughs> she she just brings it with her. Like Charlotte The drama is, comes to her. Charlotte is the worst. Like, Charlotte, like, you, no, I, no. Yeah, I I'm would, not a fan. I would rather uh, Harper... Than Charlotte. I'm sorry. Well, like, no. Charlotte annoys the absolute no, no, no. crap out of me. I don't like Charlotte, but that's that hurts my ears. Harper at least, like, what's the name? She can at least act. Andrea Roth. Like, uh... <laughs> she cannot, like, I, I swear I've written it down somewhere. Just the way she's like, there's like all these lines she's saying. It's so bad. 
I know she didn't actually do this, but just based on her acting, I, ima- I imagine when she she hits Kate with the pistol, she goes, ah! <laughs> I know that never actually happened, but I could just imagine her doing that. What is it? Um, take as much time as you need. More than happy. It saved your life. And I've written poor acting. That's when they're... Uh, <laughs> oh God. I, me reading those lines out was better acting than... <laughs> Who is she? What's her name? Rebecca Mader or something like that? Yeah. So much potential. Um, Is there? With the whole Lara Croft thing. She was Wicked Witch of the Uh, West in Once Upon... Of course she was in Once Upon a Time. Of course she was. (laughs) That's where Lost Actors go to Like, seriously. Of course she was. Ah, Naveen Andrews isn't a new thing. And, hang on, just before you say it, she was in... Rebecca Mader was in Third Watch? Oh, my God. <laughs> when I was watching Australian Survivor, there was an ad. There's this new show, and it's got Alan Cumming. Oh! American show about some weird, quirky scientist guy who's solving crimes for the FBI. And, oh, this is my Sounds friend. original. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm... I'm... Whatever his name was. And That's it was name. Naveen Andrews. So, oh. he's acting... So wait, quirky show about guy solving crimes. That's a very original idea. <laughs> finally glad they've taken, they've finally woken up and come up with an idea about that. It's been a long time coming. Alan coming. <laughs> it's a long time, Alan coming. Um, yeah, it's not an original idea, but that being said, if one of those shows started next week with Michael Emerson, I, I'm watching. Yeah. I mean, if it was imagine if it was Michael Emerson in the role of Alan Cumming, and then Naveen Andrews, which is Ben and Saeed. Hello. Well, the, you know, like American Horror Story, they get the cast and they do like yep. a different thing. Can we just have a show that's just the lost actors just doing something else? I'd watch it. Matthew Fox is free. I've just actually I've, I've quickly skipped across to this episode of Third Watch, which uh, Charlotte's in, and I I know who she is now. She's just like a little tiny bit part, and yeah, she can't act in that either. Anyway, um, yeah, where is my, Matthew Fox? Have we found him yet? <laughs> I was meant to send this to you, but two days ago on the television subreddit, there was a post that said, oh, "What happened to Matthew Fox? Where is, where is Matthew Fox?" Uh, and it was followed by many theories about what happened to Matthew Fall. Well, I mean, uh, no, I, I really, nobody, I really do feel like we need to contact like the LAPD or something like that. Yeah. Well, he lives in some rando state, doesn't he? Possibly. Do you think like if we actually legitimately contacted the police, they would like contact us, you know, and say, uh, no, no. <laughs> I feel like that would be a, I like think that would be a crime. I, I, found, I found the thread. So what's Matthew Fox up to these days? <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to send it to you because I was laughing my ass off when I saw that. I love the reply here from We Drift Eternal. Allegedly, he's been a nasty boy in his personal life. <laughs> he isn't really welcome anymore in the industry. Semi-blacklisted, maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> that's what made me laugh, the allegedly thing. Allegedly. Well, that's... He was super verbally abusive to you on the set to just about everyone. Then in 2011, a woman went to the police and said he assaulted her, but she ended up never cooperating and cut off communication police immediately. Best case scenario is that she was lying. Uh, (laughs) 
best case scenario is he just didn't do it. I remember an interview with the actor that played Charlie in Lost where he said he beat or abused women in some way. Yeah, I can imagine. Hi, Ryan, that's Dominic Monaghan. Welcome to Rove. Hey, Rove, great to be here. So tell me about your time on Lost. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Oh, except for Matthew Fox, just like beating and abusing women. That wouldn't make headlines at all. Um, but yeah, Matthew Fox is free. Um, <laughs> Literally free. Of, he will work for free. Fox. He needs to work. Sorry, sorry. I like the scene where Julia, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but she says, it's very stressful being an other Jack. <laughs> um, but Jack and Juliet catch up with Kate, uh, and Juliet disappears. Barely any uh, reaction to Kate as well. Like, literally, it's like, yeah. oh, oh, hi, Kate. <laughs> hi, Kate. How you doing? What you up uh, to? Oh, I've been banished, have you? Oh, lol. Let's go and get them. But uh, this is why this episode is just dumb because it's like, oh, Kate's on the way. Oh, hello, Charlotte. Oh, bang. Oh, hello, Jack. Like, how small is this island? Um, but Kate tells Jack, well, I stayed to find out if they knew I was a fugitive, and they did. Uh, this is where Juliet and Juliet makes it to the Tempest station, which is quite a big station. Do you want to tell us about your... Your time at the Tempest. Well, this is, um, if I'm not mistaken, when you do the tour on the uh, the ranch there in Honolulu, there's like this, because um, sort of all in this area, there's like these sort of, uh, what do you call them? Like, um, not caves, like bunkers sort of things. And you can actually, this the outside of this at least looks like where you walk into this area. And this is, I don't know if you remember when I sent you like pictures of, there was this room with all lost things in it. Um so I, it looks very much like the outside of where you walk in and there's kind of just like corridors and at the moment they've kind of got it set up like a museum. So you've kind of got like on the wall, you've got like movie posters and this was what was filmed here, this was that. As I said, there's like a room with all lost stuff in it. There's a room with like some Jurassic Park stuff in it and stuff like that. But obviously when they were filming it here, they used these rooms kind of like the hallways as interiors for this sort of... Uh, murder, she wrote, memorabilia. Murder, she wrote, Murphy Brown... Um, the good wife, haunted, haunted uh, Alan Cummings' previous Alan eight Cummings. shows had failed. <laughs> yes, so uh, that's about it. Oh, good. So you recognised it? Yeah, well, yeah, like it's kind of like that outside area, like straight away, like oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I went in there. Like, the, the, and just that corridor, like the big room where they're kind of all typing and stuff. Like that's that's some TV trickery that wasn't in there, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go again. Uh, I've been there and the, the Tempest didn't look like that. That's not what Honolulu looks like. <laughs> uh, fortunately, the gas was not released that day. Well. Um, or maybe it was. Uh, yeah, so Juliet arrives and everything's going to shit and... Manuentry, override denied, and Charlotte and Faraday are there on the computer. Uh, Juliet's pointing a gun at Faraday. He ch- claimed he's trying to uh, stop the gas, not release it, because she thinks he's trying to gas the whole island, which just doesn't make any sense. Uh, he's just trying to make it safe for everyone. Uh, and that's where we have a little Charlotte-Juliet fight. Oh. Uh, yeah, so dumb. It's, uh, it's turning into a James Bond episode in this Tempest thing. Uh, speaking of Alan Cumming. Um, <laughs> Bodies. And the the whole point of this episode is, oh, we want to get 
rid of this gas so that Ben can't use it against us. And then they stop the gas with Sai, two seconds left. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so this plot is them running off because they don't want Ben to use gas against them. Yeah, and, like, they get there just in time because he's already said it automatically. Like, what 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 happened if Jack just said no and stopped them or, like, Kate took the gun and shot Charlotte? Are they all dead? And why have they been fart-assing around for days on this? Yeah, show? like... They knew that. <laughs> stop this gas. It is very James Bondy, like, you know, like, oh, let's stop it at the very last second. Like, that's a very good point. Like, they've been there for how long? Been conducting yeah. experiments on the island? And... <laughs> but they've known about this since before they arrived, that there's this gas station. Oh, no, we'll leave uh, that to the why... last minute, everyone. Come on. And they're not with Ben. Why can't they just say, oh, we've got to stop this? And how do they, like... So did they get a time frame? Do they get, like, a a schedule? Like, what if they didn't land on the island in time? Or, like, what if their helicopter crashed and they died and... Uh, like, there's a few different variables here for this. And the whole, like, Ben is going to use this against all of us, it's like, is he? And Ben never mentions this, am I not mistaken? Like, kind of... No, none of this is ever mentioned. It's not like Ben at some point goes, oh, well, at least you stopped my attack. Yeah, um... So... Yeah, that's the whole the whole purpose of this episode. Um, so Juliet, she was told to kill them, but she doesn't uh, because she's right. Uh, she's not with Ben, and um, yeah. So then, after Juliet's walking out with Charlotte, and finally Jack and Kate arrive. Uh, uh, and then I, I do like... I, I'm on Kate's side this episode where, oh. well, you can go in and have a look for yourself and Kate's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> While Jack, Jack asks, I don't need to have a look. <laughs> like, of course you're going to have a look. Like, she just knocked her out. I'd be curious too. Um, so I like that Kate goes in anyway. Um, and then she's talking about, oh, these people came here to wage war against Ben. Ben is going to win. And then we have an awkward Jack and Juliet kiss. Um, and what, what does Jack say? Some awkward, like, well, if Ben comes, he knows where I'll be. And like, <laughs> then they snog. It's just so gross and awkward. And... Oh, come on, it's sexy. <laughs> yeah, so what do, you, what do you make of the end of this kind of section with the Jack and... The long-awaited Jack and Juliet kiss. Well, I mean, I'm, I've said plenty of times that kind of on this love squared rectangle, whatever the hell it is, I'm always Team Jack, Juliet, uh, Sawyer, Kate. So that's kind of where I believe it should be. I don't like it when we eventually get Sawyer and Juliet. I think that's just a very odd love connection. But, yeah, it's, I think there should be more of a build-up here, like the Jack Kate first kiss, the Sawyer... <laughs> You know, Jack really picks his moments. This is like the lamest first kiss in television history. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> Imagine if Mulder and Scully, after however many seasons when they finally made out, this was it. 
This is like a... On some, like, random Monster of the Week episode. This is just like a, a kiss between a couple that's been together for three years. Like, it's it's not even, like, a passionate, like... It's not even a doomy kiss. Like, a first kiss between two people who have been staring at each other, mildly flirting for episodes should be, a, like, a holy crap. Like, not only are they wet in the lips, they're wet in the nether regions. This is just a, hey, honey, I'll get the milk from the I'm shop home. on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the you. kids. Like soccer practice ends at three thirty. <laughs> Put fuel in the car. Love you. It is very much a uh, husband and wife of three years kiss. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> uh, it, it. It's a lot. It's a far cry from bear cage. Yeah, I mean, we literally had sex in a bear cage. Now it's just like <laughs> now it's all. Well, if he comes to get you, honey, he knows where I'll be. <laughs> Come on, give me a kiss. Come on. <laughs> Go on. Don't be shy. Go on, Juliet, do it. I know you don't like PDAs, love, but, you know, Kate's gone into the, the, the station. It's all good. <laughs> we have at least got her. Because you got mine! <laughs> <laughs> and then Juliet, why does everyone think they're mine? No. I hate That's you, a very Jack. Line. So you're mine. That's a very Jack like. <laughs> no, he'd be um, more like yeah. because you're mine. <laughs> he's not a wrestler. I could, maybe um, he is. Maybe that's what Matthew Fox is doing. He's WWE. He's joined the independent wrestling scene in San Diego, wherever he is. <laughs> the Incredible see. Jack. <laughs> Jack the Hitman Hart Stone Cold Steve Jackson Jackal The Jack the Taker um, uh, Yeah so I, th- I feel like Charlie Charlie and Claire's kiss Was better than this one Yeah but theirs was even like Yeah uh, Fish and fry kiss Still better than <laughs> Shannon and Sonny. That's true that is true. That hey, was hey, like a hey, weird... Alan Cumming and Iveen Andrews, better chemistry than Shannon and Saeed. I will never watch the show, but based on what I saw in that one ad, yeah. I just want to see the ad. I just want to see Naveen Andrews. Hello. I'm Naveen Andrews. He's not, yeah, he's, was... he's not Indian, but... Alan, <laughs> Alan Cumming says on the show, oh, yes, and I have my friend, and then it cuts to Naveen Andrews. Hello. <laughs> Oh, I'd like to be Alan Cummings' friend. I reckon he'd be a good friend. <laughs> Don't you think he'd yeah, be a good friend? He'd listen to you about your day and stuff. But I can guarantee you, I know that Naveen Andrews didn't watch Lost. I can absolutely guarantee you he does not watch this show. And I can guarantee you Alan Cummings didn't watch his James Bond movie. Probably forgot he was even in it. Yeah, and I'm also guaranteed by the time we record our next episode, this Naveen Andrews, Alan Cummings... <laughs> No, come on. It's got on to be like the next Game of Thrones. (laughs) Alan Cummings, uh, second coming. Hey, the headlines write itself. Like front page of (laughs) Entertainment (laughs) Weekly. Fans are coming. He left the good wife. Alan Cummings. And now he's back. (laughs) It's not called... Hang on. Is it not called Show... Oh, he's in a movie called Show Dogs. I thought it was a sequel to your favourite Snow Dogs. (laughs) The Snow Dog sequel, Show Dog. Is it called Instinct? Oh, that sounds like it could be. Stylized as I N S T I backwards N C T. 
is it? It is. It stars Alan Cumming as Dylan Reinhardt, Naveen Andrews as Julian Cousins, a contact of Dylan's from his days at the CIA, who now works freelance. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. <laughs> <laughs> what a Naveen Andrews helmed Whoopi Goldberg. Jesus. Whoopi Goldberg's struggling. <laughs> She's in a police procedural with Alan Cumming and Naveen Andrews. <laughs> Academy Award she, winner, everyone. She's in a police procedural called Instinct. And she's not even the main quirky character that's solving the crime. Oh, my God. This, she, this, wasn't, she wasn't in the ad. The, the, pl- <laughs> the plot is the most original thing. Author, university professor, and former CIA paramilitary officer, Dr. Dylan Reinhardt is lured back to his old life by New York police detective Elizabeth Nadim when she needs his help to stop a serial killer, killer who is using Reinhardt's book as inspiration for murders. Oh, I would love to be one of these writers in US television who just goes into, like, NBC and is like, uh, I've got a quirky dude who doesn't work and now he Alan has to work because we got Alan Cumming. What, what's a good generic name for one of these TV shows that we can help? Um, um, skin. Skin, so t- coming in 2020, it's Skin. Uh, Matthew Fox plays a dyslexic, <laughs> <laughs> autistic professor who's coming out of retirement. Uh, and, and he deals with, he's a skin specialist and he looks for traces of skin and he can read the skin and find the killer. Coming. Matthew to- Fox. <laughs> coming to ABC in 2020, Paint. Starring Terry O'Quinn as retired FBI agent Barry O'Donohan, who's lured back into the field after a serial killer uses paint to mark his victims. Barry just happened to work in a paint store and (laughs) now combines both his loves, paint and detective work. I can see Terry O'Quinn working at a paint store. Um, <laughs> or renowned artist Barry O'Donohan <laughs> has a secret past life as an FBI detective. <laughs> but now the art world is about to be rocked by the revelation. Coming to CBS in fall, Carpet, starring Emily DeRaven as <laughs> former art designer turned psychic. <laughs> To the stars. She connects carpet samples with dead celebrities. You'll never guess how she solves the crimes. Coming soon to CBS. Oh, it's all in the carpet. <laughs> this is 50 thread count. Definitely a murder. And Naveen Andrews plays the same character. It's a crossover. Featuring Ian um, Summerholder as Boone Carlisle. As the, as the carpet. As the carpet. <laughs> I'll play the carpet. I can do it. But anyway, we should move on. Speaking of Claire, uh, she kicks us off. Oh, God. I love this scene so much. It's so funny. She goes up to lock the leader. and She's wondering about Miles. And she's saying, well, maybe I should talk to him. <laughs> Locke's like, what? Uh, Locke speaks for the viewers right there. What? <laughs> So who are you? Uh, I want to see that and, scene, though. Uh, I want to see Claire speaking. Hey, you going? Hello, Miles. How are you? She's like, we just think you're taking the wrong approach, and I just think that maybe I might be a little less intimidating. Well, you got that right, love. 
Um, you mean the fish and fry? Yeah. That was so funny, that scene, though. Like, maybe I would talk to Miles. <laughs> Instantly dismissed. Uh, she does make a point, though. All Charlie said is whose boat it isn't, uh, not whose boat it is. Because um, he did say not Penny's boat, but what if it was just, you know, Barry's boat? Like, <laughs> just because it's not Penny's boat doesn't mean it's a bad boat. He tried um, to keep riding on his arm. Not Penny's boat, but it could possibly be the following boats. Barry's boat. Charles Whitmore's boat. <laughs> but Titanic. Uh, the Locke visits Ben, feeds him some rabbit. They were out of chicken. And what a great line. This didn't have a number on it, yeah. did it? <laughs> that's an epic line. Like That saves this episode. Uh, but this is where it's so, like, 90s TV. Like, we had the scene with Claire. Maybe I should talk to him. And then, did the revolution happen yet? They're going to turn on you. Oh, come off it. Like, this is just lazy. Um, and then Ben says, I always have a plan. Um, uh, what's your plan? To raise $3.2 million? Go fund me. Was his plan. <laughs> Patreon. Help me raise three point two million dollars. A hundred dollars a month. I'll feed you some rabbit. <laughs> two hundred dollars a uh, month. I'll say you're, you're mine. mine. <laughs> uh, and then Ben and Locke have a shared enemy. Uh, he says, "I don't trust your word." So Ben says, "I guess I have to show you." Uh, so he lets Ben out and there's a safe behind the picture and the tape. I like this little reference. I swear this episode is just getting off referencing past episodes, but it's, it's a nice touch with the red socks and I taped over the game. Uh, this Ben is classic Ben. The Ben from the flashback was a bit rapey, but, uh, I like this. Ben puts the tape on and there's this kind of like, I don't know who's filming this. Is it like Richard Booby's creepy cam, but. I like this kind of footage of someone on the roof and it just kind of fleshes out the the world a bit of, oh, that's one of my men who got caught and we've just got Whitmore here and he's just bashing the shit out of one of the off-island others. Um, I, I, I really like this scene where they, they watch this tape and and see that, you know, Ben's been going on. It, it kind of makes you think there's a whole other show going on here in the background compared to what's happening on Lost or Who knew TV's Alan Dale was such a, you know, a badass? That's Australian like Lost for you. <laughs> Australian Lost are just beating the shit out of each other. How the fuck are you going, Barry? How are the kids? Like it's out of character, though. Whitmore is the kind of person who would get someone else to bash them up. But... Um. Easiest money Alan Dale ever made, though, this episode. How is that person filming and then, like, Widmore looks up and then the, the tape <laughs> cuts away? Oh, no. And how did he send he it back me. to Ben? <laughs> like... Yeah. I, I guess the moral of this or the lesson from this is we don't think about it too much. And and if he taped <laughs> over the game, I mean, a baseball game goes for longer than five minutes. So, like... Poor old Locke's yeah. probably there. He's a baseball fan, isn't he, Locke? Like, who won the game? <laughs> I do like the Red Sox touch to it. But um, but we reveal it's Whitmore's boat and he's trying to find the island. Uh, uh, I, 
I really like the story of what was it? Five thousand people went to see some Virgin Mary mold. Uh, That's true, though. How many? It? Pe- oh, I'm, I'm sure I believe it. Uh, how many people would come and see Locke out of out of a wheelchair or all the amazing things that's happening on the island? He's got a point. Right? Charles Widmore wants to exploit this island. Uh, there, is, I think there's a point there of if everyone knew about the island, it would be a game changer for the world. Um, and he didn't tell Locke sooner because it was his only bargaining chip. And then oh, they're really they're really playing this up of I want to know who's on the boat. All right, but you might want to sit down. It's, it's uh, Boone. <laughs> stop playing this up. It's Harper. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, right now at my house, I'm ashamed to admit there is a bit of mold. Um, so I might look for some Virgin Marys or just some virgins. Well, uh, <laughs> there's some virgins in this mall. Do I say look in the mirror or no? Well, the mold is in the bathroom, but not on the mirror. That's why I'm saying look in the mirror. Why am I admitting to mold in my house? Because it's a Korean thing. It's there. It is. It's my bathroom slash shower combo tiny room, wet room. That's, I think, why everyone moves Very to Korea, Korea right? Uh, I think just lost fans moved to Korea. Because that's um, where all the Korean action, they want to meet Jin and Sun, clearly. Yeah. Yun Jin Kim was in a, a, a big show in Korea last year, actually. Was it called Paint? Um, K-drama. She, I think she did actually play, like, quirky character, uh, comes back, and <laughs> I, she, I think she played the Korean equivalent of... It was called, like, Mrs. Something or Other, and she played Mrs. Something or Other. Um, Is she still very famous? Yeah, I, I remember asking one of my co-workers, but, ah, oh, I know her. She played North Korean spy in this movie. And, yeah, people know Yeon Jin Kim. Yeah. Hmm. She's, pretty, she's not that old still, isn't she? Like, she's still, she's 45. Never mind, I just answered my own question. Uh, well, that's not that old. That's, like, five years older than you. Uh, yes, five years older than me. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly uh, She She was in Miss Na Nemesis. Miss Ma Nemesis, uh, and she played Margie Wan, a mystery writer. It's the, <laughs> it was the Korean remake of Murder She Wrote. I want to um, uh, see her in the variety show from 2017 called Let's Eat Dinner Together. <laughs> the synopsis here is Miss Ma is sent to jail after being accused of killing her daughter. She escapes in order to find the real murderer and start solving other cases. Yep, that sounds sounds about right. She was nominated for the Top Excellence Award Actress in a Daily and Weekend Drama at the SBS Drama Awards for that role, Noah Groves. Good for her. She's also Um, a previous winner of the Star Award at the 2017 Korean Film Shining Star Awards for her role in House of the Disappeared. My God, they aired four episodes of Miss Ma Nemesis a night. Jesus Christ, we thought Australian Survivor was bad. <laughs> there were 40 episodes and four of them a night. I like the fact that she was in another American show called Mistresses, an American mystery drama and soap opera that uh, ran for a few... Se- no, yeah, it did. She was in it for four seasons alongside Alyssa Milano. Oh, 
There you go. Well, after last. Yeah, this was, this were, yeah, I definitely think we want to because, you know, why wouldn't we run a recap show featuring Alyssa Milano and Yunjin Kim? And Jennifer Uh, Esposito, TV's Jennifer Esposito. So we end this episode with Hurley and Sawyer playing a nice game of ring toss. And then... It's horseshoe. A horseshoe. Ring toss. Same thing. Uh, So we see Ben with some clean sheets walking around and see you guys at dinner. Oh, it's us. We've talked about some great endings to Lost, but this one's dumb. <laughs> oh, but he wants to see him at dinner. Why don't, why don't people just talk in this show? Like, <laughs> all it takes is for Gummy Joe to walk out and be like, well, this happened. But no, you have to freak everyone out. Um, yeah, so I like this, I like them playing the game, but other than that, end I, episode. I love competitive Sawyer. Like, Son of a bitch! <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's the other woman. Uh, I don't think we have any major questions, do we, from this episode? Um, it's... <laughs> Who's the other woman? No, um... Where's... Yeah, there's no questions because none of them get answered. Um, just some trivia. One of Harper's diplomas has a Hanzo Foundation logo. That's oh, kind that... of interesting. Is that in the series? Hanzo Foundation means shit. <laughs> I thought I was going somewhere with that. I really wasn't. <laughs> uh, there's not much trivia because there really shouldn't be. This is the fifth episode that takes place completely on the island. Um, Ethan is mentioned but not seen. Um... The scenes of the Temper Station were shot at Cooper Battery, a World War II coastal defence. Ben, ben Waterworth of the Oz Network has been there. <laughs> it says that on the... Yeah, that's it. Um, oh, what an episode. Uh, what are you going to do with the other woman? <laughs> well, Noah, personal <laughs> question. Uh, how did you know I have another woman? Don't tell Mallory. Uh, <laughs> edit that out. I was was going to rent it, um, a very low rent, but I think you've sold me on a bin just Uh. based on some of the storylines in it. Um, So, yeah, again, I didn't hate it as much. I've got it as the highest bin out of all of them. So uh, I've now had, what, uh, eight bins. So it is the eighth worst episode as of right now. Um, but I mean, just sneaks in there. I think it's just a line ball. Like, again, I don't, don't feel like I hate it as much as you do. Like, I, I can just sit there and watch it, but sort of talking about it and understanding that nothing really goes anywhere in this episode. So, why should we care about it? And particularly in a solid season that is season four. So, yeah, I'm going to bin it. I'm going to bin it. <gasps> what? <laughs> Maybe I talked too soon when I said it was the worst episode of Lost, but I think I have summarised many reasons why this is, as I said at the start of the show, a piss-poor episode of television. Um, There's not a lot of good things in The Other Woman, and it is kind of that 
It's our first bin, both for season four, and I would say it has potential to be the only bin, maybe. I've seen there's only one other one that might be a bin, but I don't think so. Um, we'll we'll see if that one gets a bin, but I think it's going to be that. It's that obvious shit stain in season four. Um, so, yeah. This season, I think we've both been enjoying it, and it's quite quality, but... This just fails on so many levels uh, and missed opportunities and out of characterness and yeah, other woman. Maybe it won't be the worst, but it's definitely a bottom five last episode for me. What would be your worst right now? Uh, that's the thing is, there's many things I hate more about this than Stranger in a Strange Land, but I have to say, I really did not like Fire Plus Water. You all, everybody's. <laughs> so I would say it's an equal shit tie between this Stranger in a Strange Land, Fire Plus Water, I think. Well, there's um, um, and- just on the Wikipedia page, it's got here the other woman has been cited as the weakest episode of Lost Force season. Um, and then we've got here that Buddy TV's John Kubikek dubbed the other woman the worst episode of Lost so far, season four so far. Because it followed the soap opera that is romantic entanglement of the major players, which is not the reason why most people love Lost. Yep, I agree with Buddy, whatever his name was. Um, yeah, so I'm glad we're done with that. <laughs> Sorry. Patrick Day, the Los Angeles Times. The most heartbreaking scene was Claire Littleton's appearance because it reminded him <laughs> of how little the character had done to advance the season's plot. <laughs> Well, my I'm new favourite reviewer, Patrick Day, <laughs> the Los Angeles Times. Patrick Day, yeah, classic Patrick Day words. What a what a trooper. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll read more of his reviews in the future. But uh, I'm a fan. Um, that's it. If you like the other woman, then please don't write us in. Don't send us a message. Don't follow our Instagram or our Twitter or our. Um, Facebook or whatever other social... I don't do the social media, but I'm sure... If, <laughs> the social media. If, if, you like, if you like us, I'm sure you've already followed it. So that's all I've got to say. But if you haven't, then it's 2019. You should be tech-savvy enough to figure it out. Um, <laughs> sorry, the, the other woman has made me very antagonistic. Um, yeah, but in all seriousness, if you do like this episode, I'd be interested to hear why um (laughs) and just any generic feedback we always like to hear from from you guys um we we get so many emails each week about our lost recaps that it's hard to reply to them all too many to answer that's why we never read them we never read them it's just too busy too many yeah uh so that's it uh oh next week gion uh Jin and Sun finally doing something in the season, but also not really too much. Um, I always like the career episodes. I've got a special attachment. So uh, Sun and Jin ones are never amazing. They're rarely terrible. So I'm fine with Gion to talk about. It's got some good stuff in it, I think. I think kind of it's got a nice little, uh, uh, what do you call it, like a, a, a wool over the eyes moment. So... You know, that's it's kind of a it's interesting with the the flash back forward middle whatever you want to call it. What do you call it? 
flash fuckery. Flash, flash fuckery. Yes, the flash fuckery. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll see you for next week's episode. Uh, in the meantime, my name is Noah, and I'm off to listen to all the all the classics of opera on CD. And my name is Ben, and I hope you like dinner rolls. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.